Hey there, Brickhead Nation. This is Jonah Jerkins, half of Petals and Pricks, speaking to you right now. And you are about to listen to part two of uh, the first week of Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. Uh, Kristen Fenchek will not be joining us for this uh, season, unfortunately, because of what's going on. Um, she is, and she's extremely busy right now. She is not able to join us, but we are joined by uh, Chicago favorite, one of Chicago's favorite comedians, one of my favorite comedians, also one of my favorite people in the world, Blake Burkhart, is going to join us. And uh, this part two episode, we actually break down the episode itself. So you can check that out. Uh, week two episode will be out this week, so look for that. If you have any questions, uh, as always, email us at pedalsandprickspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us, like us, subscribe to us, review us if you haven't, rate us if you haven't as well. And uh, we are trying to bring you as much ta- as much well talent that's clearly not happening between us. But we are trying to bring you uh, more content, and I'm trying to uh, hook up with Kelsey Huff again, hopefully soon. So uh, look for that episode coming out too. Uh, best way to get notified is to subscribe. Uh, so you don't have to keep checking back every day. Uh, we hope you enjoy the second part. And uh, like always, um, enjoy. And that starts now. This is Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. We uh, go to the infamous uh, Bachelor house, and this is when everyone starts uh, mixing and meeting each other. Okay, so um, also, well, we, well, we also see the girl that uh, decides to get her. It's easier to get her uh, luggage down the stairs by just letting it roll down the stairs. <laughs> right. Which it hit. It hit that when the um, the stairs made a corner to go down more stairs. It hit like the wall, which was just wood. I was kind of hoping it'd go through the wall and hit some random kid that was riding his bike yeah, or break like a windshield downstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of take. Um, um, it off, and then and then here's the thing that you and I discussed before is then we start getting a lot of intros, and I keep thinking that they're using Lazy Eye the whole time, yeah, which is a song, um, which is a who sings that song? Like, Silver Sun Pickups. Silver Sun Pickups. I used a to song. love this band. And Me this too. Song. When I'm this like, album was great. It's a great album, but I was just like, how how could they do that? I I, I was like, how are they paying the royalties on this? And then yeah. they switch it up just a little bit so mm-hmm. often. So the, our listeners, like, tell me this doesn't sound when you listen to it again. This is exactly how the great song, though. Yeah, I think they do that all the time with music, but it, this is such a weird pick for them to use. Yeah, I it's mean, a little it alt- alternative. Yeah, it's a great song, but it's like, yeah, you would think they would go with like. A... And then it just ever so slightly changes into more of like a bachelor type. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna get sued for that. No, or I've known people rights. that work in. Um... Uh, like the music industry for like music for TV shows and stuff like that. Like they're all just musicians themselves. And then the producer of the show will come to them and be like, "We want like a Black Eyed Peas inspired song." Yeah. And what what they mean by that is like write almost a complete rip off, right, of a Black Eyed Peas song. So I bet for whatever reason they just chose that song from like fucking twenty years ago to. Yeah, I kept like singing the lyrics in my head. And yeah, would throw me off. I know. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because at first I was just like, "Is this fucking that song yeah. from Forever Girl? Yeah. 
Which is crazy because uh, we have a mutual comedian friend who has a lazy eye, and I've been calling him Silverson for this exact reason. Because <laughs> yeah. he has little names for us, and that was my name back for him. Yeah. Which is crazy because I've been talking to you about that, and all of a sudden this popped up, and I'm like, oh my God, I, I haven't thought about that band in a while. Mm-hmm. So this is when we get the intros. So um, anybody stick out like of the rest of the of the rest of the um, people? Yeah, Jamie for sure. So ja- yeah, Jamie's one of the first people we see. So Jamie walks in right away. And uh, they do the same thing. The producer's like, hey, just kind of like home alone the house a little bit. Yeah. Where she like, she's like running around and being all crazy. She's singing a, a song by herself and nobody's really paying attention. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. The power the producers have. Yeah. And she's like the, probably the young, she's like 21, right? Yeah. She's pretty young. She's she, one of the youngest. Yeah, of she everybody. is 21. Um, uh, very pretty. Um, yeah. I said too nice for her own good. I gave her an eight. Just, I think she's just naive and, um, like, honestly, I sorry for saying this, but like, too, like too, like horned up, maybe too. She's too horned up. Yeah, yeah. And I think you see that as the episode goes on, because she's like, I, oh, the, he's so great, and then another guy walks in, and she's like, oh my god, look at him. And it's like, slow down, baby. Like you're, <laughs> you've been in the house for like two hours. Yeah. But she's that's with like a twenty-one year old, you know. Yeah. They're horned up, bro. Yeah, they're singing music. But I'm saying for for her sake, I want I want more for her. You know? Okay, <laughs> like so you kind of you like you you kind of want to protect her. She's got to pace herself. Yeah, and she's yeah. she's gonna end up getting hurt for sure. And she even said like all my ex boyfriends cheated on me or something like that, right? Is yeah. that her? Yeah, that's her. And it's like you know, this a sad part of me was like, what did you do to cause that? That was a fucked up thought I had in my well, head. Well, and that might be fair. Like she might be dating toxic men well she was like i'm 21 and all my boyfriends have cheated on me i'm like what three of them all three people you've dated these are the shitty old thoughts i had in my head i felt bad i felt bad you don't even have a thought you're like "Mm, i felt bad but i still wrote it down no it's true and if it was a guy i would feel the same way yeah if a guy said all my girlfriends have cheated on me i'd be like okay yeah well i think you need to look in the mirror pal right um let's see uh so we have ryan ryan walks in next ryan is the john mayer knockoff yeah, Ryan. Well, I've noticed with glasses on, he looks like Rachel Maddow. Right. Yeah. That's Ryan. Yeah. Looks exactly Rachel Maddow. I'm like, what is happening <laughs> yeah. here? I gave him an eight. Nothing about him stands out for me. I don't even yeah. have any notes. Yeah. Him and Dave, too. I don't even remember which one's Dave. Oh, yeah, Dave. Dave didn't strike an impression on me, but I give him an eight, too. You mean Danny? There must be a Dave. No, it's a Danny. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess that's who I meant. Which one looks like a Dave to you? I don't know. Okay, I thought it said Dave. Uh, no. Um, and then we get um, uh, then then we get Matt that walks in right after that, um, which is uh, I thought it was Sheridan, uh, but he cut his hair. Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, look at the the homeless guy cut his hair. He looks good. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. And then I ended up not being. Um, Matt's 32 He's just about the oldest On the show right Yeah And he's the one that thought It was Chris Harrison Right Yeah Yeah I, I'm okay with Matt I think he's alright I think yeah. he's uh, He's a troublemaker too He's a heartbreaker <laughs> You think he's a heartbreaker Yeah I think he's uh, Like a soul stomper Yeah I don't think he's there For the right reasons <laughs> You think he's there For the right reasons That's no. our first one Ladies and gentlemen We finally had Blake to say that He's the one that He's the one that So Matt, Ryan, and Jamie Are all sitting together And he goes I'm sure it'll be a nice Uh Collection of human beings you have to be to be a musician. Uh, I would argue that musicians are some of the worst people on earth. But that's that's what I was saying earlier. Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes they are really like cool. And yeah. Fun. Like if someone said that about comedians, I'd be like, no. 
I mean, I'm a good person. Blake's a terrible person. No, I would say the opposite is true in both cases. Okay. No, we're both good people. I cooked you dinner on Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're a very generous guy. No, I think I think most comedians are troubled people. Mm-hmm. But to say that they're bad people, I don't know. Is there such thing as a bad person? Yes. Don't you think people are products of their environment? <laughs> do you want to have this discussion? I think <laughs> I yes. mean, really, I think people do good and bad things, and it's like weird. And it, unless you're talking about like an evil dictator, but like people in general life is like, no, they to, no, general, someone thinks that they're great yeah. people, and other people think they're terrible people. It's like no one's right there, you know? Yeah. No, I think in general people are are, are good people. I will, some people are just the worst. With that in mind, Michael Todd is a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> And I love no. how they, they introduce him because they go, oh, at least you're not, they're not really douchebags here yet. He's insane. Cut to like, Michael. If I was a producer of ABC, I'd be like, we're giving Michael Todd his own show. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not, like that's a, that, he needs a movie made about him or something. Something. I, I wrote Zero and I wrote, this is the worst person I've ever seen. <laughs> and then halfway through the episode, I was like, you know what? I'm starting to like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he's insane. He's not a bad person. Yeah. He's a lunatic. Oh, I know. But I think he started I think- singing right away. <laughs> right. He's like, let me hit you with my original song. And everyone just got uncomfortable. Yeah. And I even like mocked him with applause. Yeah, and people cheered him on sarcastically, like you just did. And he yeah. thought he thought they were actually cheering yeah, he him was on. Like, like, oh, not bad. Yeah, yeah. And also, he's surrounded by a bunch of like idiots. Yeah, and he's way makes he's them the, look the brilliant. biggest one. Yeah, he like then he sings that song again um, to uh, Mel later on, and uh, Mel's like kind of like dancing. She's like embarrassed that she actually likes the song, <laughs> and then um, she bends over for a second, and her skirt. I don't know if you caught this. Her skirt goes up just a little bit, and they have to blur her butt out. I'm sure she's wearing. Oh. A, I'm sure she's wearing a thong, and they had blurred it out. And then one of the girls saw that and was like, "Oh my god, like, ooh!" And then, and then he goes, "The girls were noticing me saying." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, that all happened so quick. I couldn't tell what was going on. But yeah. that's amazing. He like literally was like, "Oh, that's just this because of how good I sing." He's like seems like more of like a party DJ to me than a singer songwriter. Like at a for like a wedding. Yeah, where, where he's like, this, or anything, like he's the choice you choose because your f- number one choice was already booked. Yeah, like he's like the your your aunt coworker's friend, right? <laughs> where you're like, you're like, all right, so it's like you're the uh, fiance, the the girl, and you go to your husband, and uh, upcoming husband is just like, okay, my da- uh, daddy's gonna pay for all of it, but um, his boss's kid has to DJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I've met. Wedding. Who is it? Michael Todd. Yeah, Michael. I know What's his why. last name? It's oh Todd. Is that his last name? No, no. His, name, his name's Michael Todd though. Who's? Why is Michael Todd his name? I don't know. That's not a name. No. Pick one. I know. Um, before we meet him, though, we we get uh, Savannah that walks in. Um, she says, "I confidence is very intimidating," um, and then she goes. Uh, I love this drop too, which I like Savannah a lot, and, and you, she's like a fourteen for you. Um, but she, she goes, uh, she goes, yeah. If I was dating people for looks, I'd just go to my modeling agency and hire and and date those guys. And I was yeah. like, nice drop, bro. Yeah, it's a yeah. good point. Okay, <laughs> I have a feeling that throughout the season, anything I say negative about Savannah, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, she's right. Well, Models know? are probably the worst people to. Male models yeah. are probably like impossible. Oh, to for sure. Date, and then we get Mel that walks in. Mel's um, she struggles throughout this this episode. Um, I like Mel a lot. She's great. She's she fun. seems like the person I could be friends with the most. I, I don't like how she's like. Cast. I feel like I'm just 
I'm a little worried I'm being punked right now. And it's like, A, you're not famous enough. B, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, but they're bringing punk I back. I know a chance. <laughs> uh, and then we get Gabe that walks in. Uh, uh, what was, so what's your, what's your rating on Mel? Um, I would even move it up to an eight. She's very sweet. And like I said, I, I could be, I could be pals with her. Yeah. She seems like fun enough, you know, yeah. quirky. And you get Gabe that walks in. We, we talked about Gabe. You like him. Love Gabe. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, and then we, uh, we cut to, uh, before we get a couple of people walk in, uh, Jamie, uh, and Ryan are talking and Jamie goes, oh, <laughs> yeah, Jamie goes, what's a good memory you had as a child? And his initial response goes, "Well, I had seizures and brain and, a, and brain surgery." Yeah, and she's like, "Huh?" No, he got the best part is she goes, uh, "She goes," uh, or he goes, uh, "I had to have brain surgery," and she goes, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And he goes, "No, it was awesome." And she goes, "Oh, yeah, that is awesome." <laughs> like this is the best. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it really gave me a. Uh, and she's like, "How old were you?" He's like, "I was a child." It really gave me a new lease on life. <laughs> I know children don't say that. Yeah, are you like are you <laughs> children shouldn't no. need a new lease on life. That's something like a guy in his like late thirties says. Right. Like are, <laughs> like could you imagine being in second grade and like you're doing show and tell, you know, like on a Friday, like you know, like what you do before the show before the class ends. Yeah. And you go up and you show your uh I don't know, your your pony that uh you're like little my little pony or whatever, you know, whatever you had as a child I had yeah. a my little pony. And <laughs> clearly. Yeah. And then uh uh, and then Ryan goes up and he's got a PowerPoint and at first off it's the brain. And then he's like, they cut into here <laughs> and then they cut into there. And he goes, you know, by the end of this, I had a, I had a whole new lease on life. <laughs> I think uh, I even like broccoli now. Um, God, what is, uh, Kai, uh, what the hell is his name? Todd glass has yeah. a great bit about on his podcast where, uh, it's a kid singing My Way by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> and he's like, I've, I've had regrets. <laughs> it's, it's like, why did he choose this song? <laughs> it's a song that a guy sings at the end of his life. Right. And hearing it like a five-year-old sing it is insane. And he's like, mistakes, I've made a few. <laughs> and it's like, no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I feel like that Dave guy is weird. Dave? Or who's it? Who did you say the brain? Ryan. Ryan. Okay. Yeah, Ryan. That's who I wrote as Dave. I think. And to me, this also just proves the fact uh, that uh, girls. I I was I wanted to ask you this question: that girls are terrible at initiating conversation Um, when they're on the prowl. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to say much. You're single right now. I was Mm -hmm. on Bumble for just a little bit um, a few years ago, and. that's when the girls make the initiation. I can't, yeah. I'm it's done with terrible, online dating. Right? I had a good time with online dating for a while, but like, I just, I don't like it anymore. What were some of the bad, do you remember any like, any like bad initiations? I would just go on a lot of dates that were just like fine. No, I'm talking about when they, when they, like, they have to make the first move. So what was some of the weird opening lines oh, that you got? Um, I, I, in, I, in all fairness, girls have experienced the worst opening lines ever. I didn't really do Bumble, I don't think. I only really did Tinder and... Um, I guess I did do Bumble. I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, the, one of the worst things is like, I saw you the other night or something like that. I always hated that. Oh, really? Like if they I had like, a couple I, where I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I have no response. Well, it's just like, okay, you, yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Like, what... <laughs> What did? What do you think? Yeah. Like if if anything, be like you were funny. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just be like, I seen you. Or it's like ask me a question, and they're just like Yeah. What was uh, it? What was the event in your life? What what event in your life made you have a whole new lease on life? <laughs> well, I was four and I had brain surgery. You know what? I think I'm like pretty easygoing with opening lines. So like even if they were bad, none of them really bother me. Like sometimes people are like Hey. Favorite vegetable. <laughs> or like if you if you w- were you say, an animal, egg, what eggplant, would you baby. I don't even I don't asparagus. Know <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> um but if they're like, if you were an animal, which one would you be? And I'm like, I'll play this game, even though I know for sure we're not going to get along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it just kind of stops. Oh, yeah, poor Blake. Um, then we get Rudy that walks in, um, who is uh, great. How do you feel about Rudy? Zero. You hate Rudy? Rudy, really? I, I immediately gave Rudy a zero, and then I started thinking, like, maybe I was too harsh on her, but, like, I just grew to dislike her more as the episode goes on. I can't stand her. I wrote down, seems like a fun nightmare. <laughs> like, it seems like a, a story, like a bad date. She said... Like a bad date that you that's laughable, funny. I would never go on a single date with her. Really? Based on and her personality. It, okay. Like, she's just, like, just an abrasive, like, jerk yeah. and like right away she's like i dated all of la already it's like no you didn't <laughs> she's like all of it i know and she says that like three times it's like so your brag is that you like just date everyone yeah. that's not attractive yeah can you imagine she walked in and chris harrison's like oh, you're on this show <laughs> like they used to date <laughs> yeah they used to date yeah <laughs> how'd you get past the producers on this one i am a producer She's like, I think I'll go out with Ryan because I dated everyone else already before yeah. the show started. Yeah. No, but it's just, I hate people that like talk that way. And it just makes me think like she's had like three boyfriends and like wants to overcompensate and be like, I, I, I date everybody. I date a lot of people. Like her, her self-esteem is so low that she's like, I've dated everyone. You know, yeah. it's like just so no one. Be I like, ran out of people. Yeah, she might have had like one boyfriend. Or, yeah, and you're like, have you dated any of these people? No, <laughs> not yet, but I intend to. Yeah, and I'm sure people are like, I never dated her. Like I, I gave her my number. I she's said, my least favorite. We're dating now. She's my least favorite on the entire show. I like Matt because Matt Matt makes me laugh because Matt also goes in right after this and he goes in. Uh, he goes, you know what? And he's like on a talking head and he just goes. uh I'm just excited to make some good music. And you could audibly hear the producers laugh after that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, what is this supposed to mean? Um, <clears throat> uh, and then we get uh, we get Michael that walks in. Michael Todd walks in finally. And that's when um, Jamie goes, I'm just glad there's no douchebags yet. Cut to Michael Todd walking in. How'd you feel? Yeah. And he's like, okay, so Blake and I have been watching an old uh, reality TV show called uh, The Pickup Artist, which we're, we were learning a lot from uh, one of the uh, greatest <laughs> pickup artists of all time, Mystery. Yeah, I can't wait for Quentin to be over. Yeah. I'm date all of LA. And he teach, yeah, yeah. And he teaches you how to neg people, which is what you do is you insult somebody, but in a playful way. Mm-hmm. And this guy is straight up like walking out of that book. Uh, which is called The Game, which is a very interesting book, but it's about these people. He's just like snagging people left and right. He's like totally trying to well, be a player. That was embarrassing when he um, he tries to kiss Savannah right away Yeah, by saying, uh, I like your lips. I like your lips. Like a and lot. then it's like, man, I'm sure a lot of dating shows are like this, but like it makes me cringe when a guy makes a move oh. and the girl's not interested and they make another move. It like makes me like sick. Yeah. 
Probably because like you wish you just had a million chances, but like if you get an, if you get like a negative response, like you have to go home sad. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I've done I've I've been in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how he goes because uh, she goes uh, oh because he she goes beatbox for me and then he beatboxes and then she's like. Oh, it's nice. And he goes, I think you have nice lips. Yeah. And then he leans in a little bit. And then she's like, cool. And he's like, like really nice lips. He leans in a little more. And he like just, like he had just walked into the house. I know. Like he, if he had played it cool, maybe he would have like tricked one of these <laughs> dumb women into, into thinking he's a decent guy. But he went in so fast, it showed his true colors. Fucking predator. Yeah, it was bad. Like, it's a yeah, fucking predator. But then uh, it sucks because, like, he's one of those guys that, like, like you said, eventually, um, he's just, you just kind of like, kind of like, he's like a, an oof that's like adorable. Yeah. You know? Okay, so I, the one thing is I did find his song. Do you want to hear it? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay, here it comes. Michael Todd, we've heard 15 times throughout the pod, the pod Hot Touch. Here it comes. Throughout the episode, Hot Touch. There's a lot of listens. Oh my god. Don't do do. Ding 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 ding. He's almost like uh, from the movie Big, like a child. <laughs> He's a child that had a wish come true. Yeah, he's like, oh, I got top bunk. Come on top. I like how like uh, those guys were like, what the hell is even in a hot touch? Other girls were like that. <laughs> right. So how do you feel about his music now? Uh, it's bad. I mean, that's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You're gonna sneeze, everybody. Well, then we get uh, we get a bunch of uh, a no uh, a bunch of no ones that walk in. There's three people that we pretty sure they get eliminated right away that walk in um, that we don't really even need to talk about because we don't really see a lot. Well, um, if oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> it just it just won't stop. It's like the show; it just won't stop coming. You up. gave your space bar a hot touch. Yeah, uh, I did. Um, yeah, there's a bald guy that never really gets a name. How would you feel about that? Uh, Blake is a bald man. You can't see him right now, but he is a <laughs> he is a balding man. Yeah, who went that? Uh, we get Josh. It was thirty one. The bald guy. Oh, he's wearing a hat in his. Yeah, he's wearing a backwards of, hat uh, in his. In his in humiliating his, uh, headshot for the for the show. Uh, we have Josh that walks in that gets uh, cut off right away. We have Russell. Who is the more the the rock band guy? Who instantly is what like, I was wondering is why even bother having so many people if you're not going to put some of them on camera at all? I think it's just because they were just like they just didn't pan out the way they wanted to. Uh, well, also Russell walks in and you could tell he's just like, okay, I am clearly the ugliest one here, uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to have a lot of fun. I don't even remember him. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's just like he's just was wearing the leather thing and was just sad the whole time. And then um, we have. Uh, who is the one from uh, Bogota? Huh? Well, he's not on here. Um, and then we have one other person uh, that leaves, that ends up leaving right away. The one from uh, South America, I believe. Do you remember who that was? Oh, right. the guy from Brazil. The guy from Brazil. That guy, Jack. Oh, yeah, Jack. Yeah, we have Jack, who's 38. Wow, he was one of the oldest ones. Yeah. Uh, originally from uh, Brazil, but lives in Dallas, Texas. Uh, which we don't see any talking heads. We never really meet them at all. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then those so those three walk in, and then Sheridan walks in, um, who has all the rings, uh, has all the rings, like literally all of the rings. So he's just like, he's like, um, I need to be here because I have all the rings in L.A. <laughs> could you imagine like, could you imagine like being a girl and then like kind of like hooking up with him and then he has to like take off all his fingers, all his rings before he can like make love to you, you know? <laughs> he's like, like taking them all off. And at the end he's like, where's one of my rings? Did you take one of my rings? He's like, no, it's fell, it's fell underneath the bed. All right. It's Flair, right? Yeah, it's Flair. Not Ric Flair, it's Flair. Uh, then we get Julia, Becca, uh, Cheyenne, uh, that I'll walk in, and Brie that I'll walk in. Um, and then uh, any any comments you have on them? No, they all kind of blend together. Yeah, they all kind of, they do. And then Brandon walks in. He's the last one that walks in. Which I, I covered like the memorable characters for me. Yeah. Then we have Brandon that walks in, who is uh, who we talked about before, who you like, as one of the first people we meet, and now he's the last person that walks in. It's got to be hard to walk in all by yourself. Oh, yeah, he is the last one. That's right. Yeah. How do you feel with that? He ends up doing fine for himself on the show. Yeah. So they all kind of mingle, and they're all kind of getting along. Seems like everyone's getting a good time in. And then finally, Chris walks in. This is when we're actually almost done here. This is when Chris walks in. And uh, he basically uh, says kind of the premise of the show. And he goes, we're trying to find, there's a lot of iconic music couples like Jay-Z and Beyonce. And then he names one other person. <laughs> and then he stops saying the, things. Yeah, Carly, Simon, and James Taylor. Yeah. And then he's just like, like those? And okay, that's let's get really started. It. Yeah, there, I couldn't think of one more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he goes, uh, so... Uh, it, it starts now. Um, some of you guys are going to go on some romantic dates and then nobody says anything and one girl goes, fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, romantic dates are fun. Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, uh, and then everybody picks up rooms. First time we see the rooms. This is one of the first times we actually see the rooms in the, in the show, in the mansion. And I, I didn't realize they actually were in uh, bunk beds, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I mean... I don't. I don't understand the reality shows when they walk in. And they're like, "Oh, this is going to be great," and you see a bunch of bunk beds. It's like, I'm 34. If I if I walked in there, I'd be like, "This sucks." Why do I have to share a room with 12 men? Right. And then Michael Todd's like, "I got top." Yeah. <laughs> you think Michael Todd? They a- seem genuinely happy though when they see that, and it's not just this show. It's like because uh, they're on TV and stuff, like uh, the challenge. But it's like, why would you want to share a room with more than, like, one person? Right. Like, that many people, it's, like, insane. Yeah. And especially, you're, you're like, competing with them. I don't get why. Like, they... I'd like it more if they were just like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to sleep with you 12 people. Yeah. Like, it's, that would feel more realistic to me. I just wonder, like, we're, I, I didn't see any, like, uh, uh, chess. I'm just wondering where all these guys keep their goofy hats. <laughs> The only time that would make sense is if it was like a bunch of homeless people (laughs) and you were like, here's your room. And they were like, yes, (laughs) finally. Yeah, that makes sense. But where are these people living where they're like, I, I think this looks cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I sleep on a bunk bed like I'm fine. These are also like musicians that are um, like, I mean, what's his face living in his car? Yeah. You think he named his bunk bed? (laughs) (laughs) My car is Sheila. This is uh, Shelly, my bunk. Charlie. This is Charlie, my bunk. <laughs> because of the guy's name. Um, and then, um, so people are kind of talking a little bit. Um, what do we get here? So then Ryan gets the first date card. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the first date we see in this this episode, and he asks Jamie to go, uh, and they get to go to Capitol Records. Yep. Yeah. And then they they uh, get to work with John uh, a lot. Elijah. Oh, that's where they sing the John Mayer one, right? Yeah. That was yeah. kind of sweet. Yeah. That was that had me thinking like, oh, these dates are going to be like kind of like special. Yeah. But then they're not. They change a little. Bit. Not all that good. <laughs> yeah. And I liked the other guy. Was just like, yeah, I'm a Grammy Award rated producer, and now I lost the bet. I have to do this shit. Yeah. It would be like uh, romantic to like sing with a pretty lady, you know, if you're both singers. Yeah. And you're like singing a love song to each other. That that could get hot. Yeah, hot and heavy. Yeah, I used to do a lot of karaoke when I was in my early twenties. What was and your go-to song? I don't remember. Hey, Jealousy, I think, by the Gin Blossoms. Great tune. <laughs> but I'd go with like my female coworkers and like their friends and stuff, and it was great. Like when you guys would do that, would you like the microphones in the middle, and you just would sing to each other, like they do at this in every fucking date we see? They sing to each other right there. Uh, no, it was like you take turns going on stage like a karaoke bar. Trader yeah. Todd's. Yeah. We were there a lot. Yeah. My old sales team. Trader Todd's is a, is a pretty famous uh, um, karaoke bar here in the north side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Right by Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so they find out that uh, they're going to be singing a uh, John Mayer song, which I feel is going to happen a lot throughout the season. <laughs> and then Ryan goes, oh my God, I idolized john mayer as a kid it's like yeah. we can tell <laughs> yeah we can fucking he does tell. sing the song really good he does and i feel like she didn't really know the song no because she has to like relearn it and also i thought it was weird that they're they're musicians but they're just looking at a piece of paper that's printed out from the internet yeah. with just the words on it yeah it's like that's not how music works yeah. like where are the notes i know like why like i mean that 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 just struck me as that. If they're really musicians, they could have scales and mm-hmm. like really learn how to fucking sing the thing. But like, just, maybe just like make it your own. Maybe they're dumbing it down for TV so that yeah. people don't like get confused. But I don't know. That struck me as odd. Yeah, I, I did like how the pro- producer went to him and was like, "How do you guys feel about the arrangement?" And then Ryan clearly knew what what they were talking about. But Jamie, you could tell, was just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, "What's in a room?" <laughs> Like that was still me. just too embarrassed to be like, what do you mean? That was me as a musician. Like, cause I was like a pretty good bass player and stuff, but I just played by ear and I kind of just knew how to play with the band I was in. But if any, if any time I was playing with a musician, they'd be like, uh, what key is that? I'd be like, uh, <laughs> what do you, what does it sound like to you? And they'd be like, I'm in G. And I'd be like, I'm a G. <laughs> yeah, I'm a G. But I did not know how. <laughs> Music actually works, you know. Like I, I was making up as I went. Uh, what's what does it sound like to you? I feel like my guitar is a little off. It's sort of like a sport in a way where it's like you could learn the technique of baseball and like do it like perfectly, and then you know the, you'll yeah. probably make it to a team or whatever, and then you'll know what the coach is talking about. Or you could just be naturally good right. and just like pick up ball or whatever. And I was way more like the pickup side. Like I taught myself, but then when yeah. it came to actual like linguistics of it, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I watched. Uh, I watched the Timberland masterclass. Oh yeah, for beat making. Yeah, for beat making. And he's just—he's clearly like, I don't know, man. I just go, I just go like this. I go boom, boom, And then my producers kind of do that. And then he goes, yeah, yeah. And it was the most psychotic thing I've ever listened to. I didn't learn a damn thing, and I watched six hours. <laughs> I was like, Timberland has lost his mind. Yeah. He's like, you see what I did there? I'm like, no, I don't know what you did you at all. To just do trial and error with music, and eventually you'll figure out something. Yeah, right. 
I liked. I, I kind of wanted Jamie to be like when the producer's like, "Have you guys thought about arrange? How do you guys feel about the arrangement?" And then Jamie was just like, "Well, I just met. I just met him, and I don't really know how I feel where it's going. <laughs> like this, the situation's kind of different. I mean, this is really our first date." <laughs> And the guy just puts his hands in his, in his head. Or he's just like, Jesus. And then, then that guy gets corona. That's how that worked out. Oh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> so then they end up singing. How did you feel how they did with the Mayor song? It was great. Yeah. And she's got a good voice, too. She does. I don't think uh, she knows how to like really utilize it. He was doing like a good version of that song. Yeah. I thought so, too. Um, and then we find out there's a second date that goes on. Uh, and Matt gets the card. Uh, and then he decides uh, uh, who who uh, we think is you think is kind of the player of the group, Matt. Matt, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get um, he chooses uh, he goes to Mel first, and is like, "What do you think? What would you do? All that stuff." And then he goes to Rudy and is just like, "I'm going to choose you to go on the date." And then he goes, "Great." And then he uh, says, "I'm choosing Mel actually." Yeah, and but Rudy flips out. Doesn't he just kind of imply to her he that does. he's going to take her? He doesn't say, I'm going to date. I'm taking no, you. But this is why you do not cross Rudy. I know. And it's why, I mean, what bothers me is I get maybe he could have handled that a little bit better, but like she just immediately throws him under the bus and starts talking shit about him to everyone else mm-hmm. in the house. And it's just like, grow up. Yeah. You know? She's crying a lot. We don't fucking need that. Here's the thing is they must be really bad because they go see the plain white tees. <laughs> yeah, and that's how bad the, that's like how much it's like I saw Weird Al at the Waukesha State Fair for two dollars <laughs> that's where his career was at the time he's an icon I know and that's Weird Al and these are the plain white tees and they're playing a, a, some some backyard series yeah well and that was also the one where and nothing against that band but um, I don't even know who the hell they are is that Hey There Delilah yeah, with them? yeah. Um, if I walked in on a date and walked into a backyard and the Plain White Tees were playing in concert, I'd be like, do you want to like go like sit in my car? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you want to walk to like the... I, saw, I think I saw a gas station down there. We could buy like some candy or something. Yeah. Like I would not... I would rather be anywhere than sitting in a backyard watching Plain White Tees. I know. You think if they played Heather Delilah, you'd be like, this remix sucks. They should have played that on the show so everyone would be like... Oh yeah, yeah, that's how I know them. The bastard's not gonna spend fifty dollars on being able to use the rights. <laughs> I wish them the best, but the, I think that uh, the, you wish the plain white tees the best. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah, it looked like a terrible date. A though. few seasons ago, they had Backstreet Boys on here. Really, and you could tell they're just Fuck. like, all right, this is what I'm doing. It was like glory days. Um, so we never see see them sing, um, but we definitely see Rudy cry a lot, and that's interesting. Uh, yeah, Rudy. It's just like, I don't know how to put it, but she's by far and away my least favorite person on the show. Yeah. And I think it's because there's like an entitlement or like something. Uh, yeah, she just seems like, I bet she was like a spoiled brat as a kid. Like, I, I just hate people like that. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no more thoughts on Rudy. No more thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I have nothing nice to say about Rudy. Yeah. Um, so they come back and then, uh, from their date and then, uh, we see Ryan and, uh, his date come back and then they're all kind of like, you know, they're having fun, uh, which is good. Uh, and then we have the cocktail hour, uh, before the rose. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to say about that? Um, what do you have written down? <laughs> I mean, I, what I key am I in? I'm in G. <laughs> 
I can't remember uh, anything particular from the cocktail well, hour. Okay, so first we get Julia. So Sheridan's all in love with Julia, right? Uh, Julia's the blonde uh, with cystic fibrosis, which we find out earlier. Uh, and she's flirting with Josh, and Josh is the bald-headed man. Uh, nothing else, bald oh, people. Right. Like, oh, they make out. Yeah, and Sheridan's and really intimidated. Yeah. And he goes, how, how dare they? And I go, why? That guy looks like a fucking alien. That was the best shot. Yeah. Oh, the bald guy? Yeah, the bald guy. He goes, no, the guy's he... super jacked and bald and hot. And I'm like, that's <laughs> never been said. Those three things together. Women like bald guys these days. It's coming back that's around. That's not a fact. Yes, it is. That's not a fact. Trust me, buddy. I can attest to it. I've seen your love life, and that is not a fact. That is. <laughs> I do pretty good. You do. You do um, great. No, I, the bald guy makes out with the girl. Yeah. And the, what's his name again? The Sheridan. Guy, Sheridan is in the background just being like glaring. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. can see him. And then um, the bald guy still doesn't get to say a, like a word. No, he doesn't. We don't, <laughs> I don't even know what his voice sounds like. Yeah, I have no idea. What do you think his voice sounds like? I'm like, hey, baby. You think this? I thought he was like, hey, baldy. <laughs> Look at me. I've been listening to a lot of Boys to Men lately. And the, oh, yeah. The, you think the, he's like the, the big guy? Yeah, yeah, big guy. Hey, girl. Listen, girl. You know what I'm doing, girl? What's your favorite Boys and Men song you listen to right now? Water Runs Dry? Uh, no, I don't like that one. I like uh, I'll Make Love to You. Great song. Um, Motown Philly. They have so many good hits. First band ever saw it live. Really? I wish Boys I saw them. They're fantastic. They did a magic trick at the end. It was great. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best show I've ever seen. <laughs> My first three concerts. Boys. Uh, this is probably why I'm really weird. Boys the Men. Uh, then I saw Weird Al, and then I saw Carrot Top twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought uh, Carrot Top was the greatest act I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Explains a lot. Boys and Men's the only thing that doesn't fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's when, uh, so Sheridan's like, oh, fuck that. I wrote this song. I'm going to make her. And he's like, can I believe that's, How many times are we going to see that, by the way? Have you ever, like, have wrote a song for somebody? Yeah. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. Is it weird singing it in front of them? Um, and you played bass, so you're just like, oh, I love you so much. Dunk, no, dunk, I, dunk, dunk, I dunk. would never write a bass song. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I even could write a song on bass. It's just... Uh, no, was... I play guitar. My guitar is right over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I play. I still play guitar a lot. I try to write songs, but I never really write... I feel so stupid writing lyrics, and I never have enjoyed it. But, um, no, yeah, girls, I... Dated briefly, I would write little songs about. And also, what a cool thing I, I used to do is I would just write an instrumental. Oh God, really? To them, because like finger picking guitar, you know, like sounds beautiful. Okay. And that's what I used. To, that was used to be my kind of forte. I'm still trying to relearn it now, but it sounds pretty, you know. For a second there, I thought you were saying fingering the guitar <laughs> sounds what really the hell? pretty. No, but you just write like a pretty song with no lyrics and just be like, you know, I wrote this and man, I think. <laughs> God. I'm picturing your face when it's you're so like, you know you're hating it hard. What's fucked up is that it's like it's so genuine and it's also just so disingenuous. Because if you write a song for someone, it's because you want to like sleep with them, right? So your lyrics are like fucking full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like you just, unless you're saying like I want to fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's always just like you hate like you're you're being like almost fake, but it also is like comes from a real right place so it's like phony and not phony at the same time i don't know have you have you wrote a, so you have wrote a lyrical song yeah for, what's what what line i don't sticks remember. out the most there's not one line you're like that's a good line um 
I honestly don't remember. I've blocked it out because it's like painful. And a couple of times it would be a girl that I like just went on a couple of dates with that like stepped on. <laughs> like it wasn't like a good relationship. And I'm like, I wrote a song for that fucking chick. Damn You're it. like, where are you at, bitch? Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I know I did for sure in like college. And then I did it again like probably six years ago. Yeah. And it's just humiliating, you know. Do you have them? Did you record any of them? No. God, no. I have if music you, of mine, but not, it's not me singing. It's like the band I was in. Can we play it next time we meet? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I might need permission from the other band members. Uh, okay. That's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, okay. So, yeah, we see Sheridan, then they kiss. Sheridan and Julia kiss. So it works, right? Um, which is kind of fun. And then we see the thing that we saw with Michael Todd where. He's uh, singing his single, his hot single that we just heard again, uh, which is fantastic. What a great self-promoter to just be like, all right, I'm on the show. Camera's on me. Okay. Hot touch. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I see you looking at me, girl. Yeah. And it's just like, you want some ice cream? I see you looking at me. <laughs> all these other people have like published music and no one would be like, all right, here's my song. <laughs> and this is his only single on... Yeah, it's the only song he has on there. Yeah, it's great. He's, I mean, you know, he does what, what he does. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, so then we see, uh, Trevor and Jamie, um, and then, uh, they kiss, which is pretty good. So they, they're, they're, so Jamie's a little, she doesn't really know who she wants to go with. Right. Yeah. And then this is the other guy that she's into is Trevor. Right. Who's kind of a hot guy. Um, he sings with John Mayer. Mm. Of course. They make out. Oh, wait, they two John Mayer, two John Mayer songs. That's what I'm saying. How many times do you hear John <laughs> she Mayer? She up with everyone who sings John Mayer yeah. to her? Yeah. Jesus. Except for John Mayer. <laughs> I hope that'll happen, I'm sure. Yeah. He's yeah. got a reputation. Um, she cries and she's very confused. She's, she doesn't know who, who she's going to See choose. what I mean? Like moving too fast. Moving too fast. Getting herself uh, all worked up. And yeah. If she had just been, like took taken deep breaths and kind of like thought about it, she'd yeah. be better off. I think you just kind of swept up on the, the, the everything. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So we get to the, the rose ceremony, and um, first off, I, I've decided that so we go to the rose ceremony and the cocktail hour. Everyone's wearing a suit. I don't think I, I, there's no struggling artist that can afford a fucking suit. That's the thing is like, I, I bet like if you, if they have like rich parents or something, it's yeah. Like, a lot of people in music and comedy, I would say, come from money because they don't have to you know necessarily find a real job right and that you know no judgment everyone has their own things burdens and uh you know whatever good good fortune but um you'll see that a lot in music is because it's just like they're not getting pressured to find a real job they don't need to worry about money because they have like a nest egg or, or uh, you know a trust fund or whatever and again, no judgment, but it's like, I think a lot of people that wind up on these shows are those type of people. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Um, or the bachelor felt bad for him bottom suits. Um, that could be too. Yeah. yeah. So we go to the rose ceremony and when Savannah goes up first, she fix, uh, she picks, uh, picks Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we all saw that coming. Uh, Mel picks his Gabe, picks Gabe, uh, who you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Becca picks Danny. <clears throat> which uh, comes in, and Brie picks Chris. Then we have Cheyenne uh, picks Matt. Yeah. Kind of helps, helps her out a lot. 
uh, which is good. Uh, then we have Cheyenne. Uh, I'm sorry. Julia picks Sheridan. Uh, Jamie picks Trevor. And then we have Rudy uh, picks Ryan, which is pretty good. Saves Ryan. Yeah. Save it, Trevor. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty what if up. I didn't even watch the show at all? <laughs> You're like, save. Um, so that's that's the first episode, Blake. How do you feel? Um, it was a good pilot. I think it set up the rules of the show enough. Um, I still don't really understand what the end uh, game in this is. It's love. I mean, what do they win? Is what I wondered. They win money if they do get married at the end. They win a heart. Your heart. But and how many people is it going to come down to? I don't really know. So because I, I haven't researched this, like adding people and subtracting people, it's like the numbers don't add up to me at all. Well, the competition is going to start in season three or episode three. So oh, there, there is going to be some form of missing. And like Jason, oh, well, Jason Mraz is going to be there. Kesha is going to so be so next there. week. Okay, next yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to see kind of like how they, which I think it's going to like people are going to start cutting down a little more. So it's going to be seeing kind of how it goes. But I don't sure. really get what the end is. I mean, I'm sure that it's going to be, if it's like Bachelor in Paradise, they're going to have um, maybe proposals at the end. Uh, I think that'd be great. And yeah. I think they should really try to market it as like they're going to put out an album together now yeah. as a newlywed couple, which yeah, yeah, would yeah. be terrible. But it'd be kind of funny to see them do that. Yeah, it would be great. And also see like just that plummet and not make any money. Especially with. Um, the reference to a star is born at the beginning. It's like, it seems like that's what they want. There's like a power couple. Yeah. And it, maybe it'll work somehow. Maybe. So uh, scale from walking into the season um, and your, uh, what you feel like in the horizon, one to 10, what do you think? Um, I like it. I'd, I'd say like an eight because, eight. uh, it, there's some real heroes and villains to me. Like Savannah, I could not love more, and Rudy, I could not like less, I think. Okay, great. Um, well, thanks for being on the first episode of this this new season, Blake. Um, for the people listening, you're going you're gonna to continue with us for the rest of the this season, correct? Yep. Yeah? Are you, are you excited? How do you feel? <laughs> I feel pretty good. I just feel bad that I'm making you watch this goddamn show. Um, <laughs> Blake, you're an incredible comedian. Um, we're going to plug this throughout the six episodes, but uh, you just released uh, an album um, a few months ago. Yeah, my first and only uh, stand-up comedy album is available on iTunes. Uh, it's called Atlantis. It's uh, about an hour long, and... Um I don't know. People seem to like it. Produced by James Webb, who did a great job. Um, give it a listen. Yeah, it's fantastic. It reached number one on the iTunes. I would suggest everybody uh, listening to it. If you don't want to purchase it, do you mind if I plug that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you'd you rather yeah. just listen to it, it's, it's on, on Spotify. Spotify too. Yeah, but send me some money, all right? Yeah, it's 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 a. I, I love your album. I think everybody should check it out. Uh, I went to a wedding in Nashville, and on the drive down there, <laughs> I made everybody listen to it, and everybody mildly liked it. I <laughs> uh, thought it was just fine. Um, where uh, can people follow you? Uh, Instagram, uh, I'm Blake Burkhardt Comedy. That's the only one I really use. Um, other than that, uh, I have a, a movie podcast called Blake and Bobby Go to the Movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we're reviewing The Last Dance, which is the Chicago Bulls documentary. If that interests you at all, check it out. But we have a lot of movie reviews on there. And throughout quarantine, we're going to put out uh, one or two a week of that show. So check that out. Uh, do you guys have a website or anything? Uh, no, just look just up Blake and Bobby. Bobby. Go to the movies on iTunes. You'll find it. Okay, that's great. Uh, Blake and I actually run a, a show together. So when the quarantine is over, we uh, it's been talked about a lot on the podcast. But we have, we have a show every Wednesday called Timothy O'Tools. I'm sorry, called Comedians Should Comedians Should Know, which is at Timothy O'Tools. 
uh, One Quarantine's Over every single Wednesday. Uh, we actually produced your album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have 15 other albums as well. Uh, yeah, you can check our all, website. All great. Yeah, you can check our website out for that. We have shows in LA and New York if you're in that area as well. Uh, Blake and I also run another show uh, called Blackout Diaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that podcast will be releasing soon. Um, and uh, that show is on Saturdays when the quarantine's over. So uh, you can check out Blackout Diaries, theblackoutdiaries.com for tickets and info on that. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll uh, see you next episode. Uh, anything else you want to say, Blakey boy? Nope. No. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. I know it's true. And I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine.